Second verse, same as the first, Rick Carlisle comes back home again to be the coach of the Indiana Pacers. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. It is good to be with you. Kevin Bowen from 107.5 The Fan joins us right now. He writes, he talks, he does it all. Uh, I don't know if this was the hire they thought they were going to make, but from everything I have seen, and I'm always the outsider looking in when we're talking about who the Pacers or who the Colts uh, should hire, uh, people seem very happy that this reunion was able to happen. How did this break down and... Give us a story. Give us the story of Rick Carlisle. Yeah, Tony, I think that's a good point you make. Uh, I don't know if they thought this was going to happen, but uh, clearly the Simon family has previous ties with Carlisle, and there was a chance for this marriage to start again. And the Clippers uh, beat the Mavericks in a seven-game series back on June 6th. Three days later, the Pacers make it official and firing Nate Bjorkren. So I think back then they felt like there was a possibility. There's still other candidates that they liked, uh, but they were able to convince Ray Carlisle to come here. And I'd say the biggest commitment that you see is, is the contract. Four years, $29 million. That is a stark, stark difference from what they are paying previous coaches. And that's quite a commitment from an ownership group. And I think at times uh, there's been some questions about just how committed they are really paying top dollar, whether it be for a coach or uh, players. Now, I know uh, my lanes, and there are some things that I don't have the details to be able to dig into and and, and speak with uh, a level of self-assuredness. But when I saw that contract, $7.25 million a year, four years, $29 million, I said, oh, the Pacers want to win a championship. That seems obvious, and I wonder if that – uh, payout to a coach is a signal to other players that maybe Indiana is the place you want to come to. It's now or never. Yeah, Rick Carlisle becomes the sixth highest paid coach in the NBA. I can't recall the last time the Pacers had a head coach that ranked that high uh, on the annual salary basis. So that is quite a statement from the Simons. And I will say this, Tony, I think over the past few years, there's been a few more moves. Uh, even firing Nate McMillan, firing Nate Bjorkman. I mean, they've paid two coaches each of the last two off-seasons. That's not something that this ownership group has done. Uh, the trade of Malcolm Brogdon, they gave up a first-round pick just to get into contract negotiations for him. He was a restricted free agent. So, you know, I think Herb Simon, it, 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 there's been a little bit of, I don't know if edginess is the right word, but certainly a sense of urgency, um, I think, to try and, you know, get this franchise and get this organization back to being, you know, even just the middle of the pack. You know, I think you got to be honest with where the Pacers are at right now. They haven't won a playoff series in seven years. They haven't won a playoff game in three years. That ranks near the bottom of the NBA. That's in that bottom kind of third quadrant. So that's the reality of where you're at franchise-wise right now. And I think that's the reason why you saw them uh, pay top dollar. Talking to Kevin Bowen from 1075. Uh, the fan, you talk about some of these other players and how things missed. You talk about how uh, Nate Bjorkson only worked for one season. And meanwhile, uh, uh, Nate McMillan, uh, he's uh, working magic with the Hawks. Uh, this is Kevin Pritchard's last stand, right? And I happen to like Kevin Pritchard. I mean, in, in the couple times I've had to speak to him, always been very lovely to me. But this is it, right? Win or you're out. Correct. Yeah, you know, this is a um, – certainly he is on the hot seat and needs to be on the hot seat. I, I frankly thought his feet should be held to the fire a little bit closer 
than maybe some other people thought, you know, considering all this mess that the Pacers are currently in. When you take this job in a market like Indiana, you have to draft well, and you've got to create an advantage on the sidelines. And Kevin Pritchard has not done that for this organization. They've drafted um, poorly in his tenure. Uh, he drafted very poorly in Portland. It's not been um, a, a strong quality of him as a general manager. Um, pulled off some unbelievable trades, certainly. But when you look at this roster and your top seven or eight guys, none of them are draft picks, uh, that's going to show up, and, and it has shown up. So when you look at next month's draft and that 13th overall pick, it's got to be a hit, and you hope one day it grows into you know more of a home run. Um, and then obviously the Bjorkman hire did not work out at all. And, you know, we'll see. Carlisle, I think, is, was probably the most realistic best candidate. You look at the openings, you probably rank the Pacers near the bottom of openings that were there uh, of the seven teams. And the fact that you're able to you know, get a, a candidate with the resume of Carlisle, I think, is a strong move. Now, we talk about uh, the, the draft for the Indiana Pacers, that 13th pick. Man, we we do not do well when it comes to being able to get uh, high uh, picks in, in that lottery. You're taking a look at this. You guys are breaking it down over there at the fan. You take a look at, at, at this field of draft picks, uh, 13th. What does it get you? It's got to get you a starter uh, at the bare minimum. You know, when you look around the NBA, a guy like Devin Booker playing for the Phoenix Suns, 13th overall pick. You know, Bam Adebayo, a guy who was so key in, in the heat, sweeping the Pacers last year, 14th overall pick. Devonta Sabonis picked, I think, 11th. I mean, you can find quality late in the lottery. Is the NBA draft a bit of a crapshoot? Sure. But I go back to what I said earlier. The Pacers have drafted terribly, even though you got to acknowledge they haven't had top, you know, 15 picks under Kevin Pritchard. You go back to the Portland tenure for Pritchard when he had a lot of lottery picks, and they drafted very poorly there. So it's up to the scouting department. I thought Nancy Leonard um, said it pretty well the other night during the lottery of like, yes, it's 13th overall, but our scouting staff has got to get this right. And that could not be a truer statement. They have got to get this right because you don't expect to be drafting this high again. But you look at where Paul George was taken. You look at where Danny Granger was taken. You look at where Reggie Miller was drafted. When you have been at your best over the last two decades plus as a franchise, you've hit on picks in this area. And flat out, if you don't hit on this pick, then Kevin Pritchard is probably not going to be here much longer. And I think this franchise is going to be stuck in a little bit of mud. You're taking a look at the players that are available. What kind of name should people be thinking about as we head into next month? Yeah, for those that watch, you know, the NCAA tournament and certainly the national title game, Davion Mitchell from Baylor, uh, great defensive player, shot the ball well from three this year. You know, I think he can play point guard at the next level, maybe he plays a little bit off the ball. You know, if he was there at 13, I would jump all over that. The other name that I really like is James Booknight out of Connecticut. You know, for our Butler fans that uh, watch Butler this year, Booknight is a great scoring guard. Uh, basically, Tony, I look at it as any position but center. You got a log jam there. I think you got to trade one of your bigs. Um, but to me, it's kind of a best player available approach, not at center with that 13th pick. And honestly, I don't think it's any project. I think the Rick Carlisle move is a strong indicator of this is no rebuild. Um, you're here to win some slight tweaks personnel wise, uh, but you are not, you know, setting this up for a three or five year down the road process. This is go right now.